Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 182 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, The Raz, with my co-host, The Buck, bringing you new and exciting stories from the far reaches of the internet. And on this Saturday morning as we wake up, we have so much going on in the world. We have submersibles going to the Titanic, becoming part of the Titanic wreckage. We have... uh, mercenaries conducting a coup in russia we we, we've got uh you know a former president indicted for for federal felonies i mean we've got a lot going on but here we are buck we're we're talking about the possibility of mark zuckerberg fighting elon musk in the ufc Mm. yeah this is coming from Tell Sky. Me more. This is coming from Sky News. The Facebook founder and Meta chief executive and chairman captioned a post, "Send me location," to his 12 million Instagram followers, featuring a screenshot of Tesla and SpaceX chief's message, which said, "Up for a cage fight?" <laughs> as the 20 as the 51-year-old Musk said on his social media flat platform to the 39-year-old Zuckerberg. In tweets to more than 144 million followers on his site, Musk then said Vegas Octagon, in reference to the eight-sided cage fighting arena used by the UFC, which is based in Las Vegas. A spokesman uh, for Meta, the parent company of Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, said that he had nothing to add to the social media post, which went viral, with users speculating on who would win this bout and posting memes, including mock-up posters. Uh, Musk, who completed a $44 billion takeover of Twitter last year, said, joked saying that I have a great move that I like to call the walrus, where I just lay on top of my opponent and do nothing. He also tweeted, I almost never work out excepting my, except picking my kids up and throwing them in the air. Which is a stark contrast to Zuckerberg, on the other hand, who last month won gold and silver medals in his first jiu-jitsu tournaments. Uh, after competing in the Redwood City, California for a guerrilla jiu-jitsu team, which he trains, uh, Zuckerberg shared on the news and Instagram with photos of him posing with his coaches and tussling with opponents on the ground. Uh, <laughs> so it, it seems to me that uh, Musk has once again run his mouth, <laughs> and now he's going to find out. Mm-hmm. If he has the nuts Good to follow through with it, which, you know, he's usually nah. so bullheaded that he, he'll keep trying to go through with it just because he doesn't want to be caught, laughed at. I don't know, man. He might pull the whole Twitter again, like he said. He'll get all ready and hot and bothered and get everybody thinking that he's going to do it and then try to pull out at the last second and get shoved into it like a little bitch. Because <laughs> that's what that, you know, he wants to talk about his Twitter move called the walrus, just lie there and do nothing. That is not what happened. Like that that is that is not what happened. You went, you shot your fucking mouth off and wrote a forty billion dollar check that you couldn't fuck or not that you didn't that you, that you didn't want to write. But you didn't that you didn't want to write. And you know what? This is the this is starting to look like the same situation. And you know what? I think it's about time you got taken down a peg or two. And I think a cage match is is just the type of arena to take a weird billionaire back into the boundaries of reality. I for one, I'm always Mr. for Elon Musk, Musk getting his ass whipped. You You're fucking right, man. He needs it. Well, Buck, have you ever thought to yourself, self, because that's probably what you call yourself, 
I am an important, well-known individual, and people will love me. Yeah, I I feel like that a lot, actually. Well, who you else and, feels like that? Just about every person who considers himself be an influencer. This is coming from uh, Petapixel.com. Influencer criticizes photographers for not taking her picture on the red carpet. <laughs> An influencer has criticized photographers for not taking her picture on the red carpet because they didn't think she was hot enough. I have another theory behind that, but wait. In a TikTok video with over 8.5 million views, content creator Tiff uh, Barra uh, started a social media debate about photographers after she shared footage of her posing on the red carpet. So they have the carpet, they have the, the backdrop there with like 20th Century Fox and stuff on there. And she's standing there and everyone is just ignoring her completely. And no one's taking a picture because they, here's my theory. They don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> yeah. In the video, uh, Beria from New York City uh, lingers on the red carpet, eagerly awaiting for photographers to take her picture. The influencer, who has over 240,000 followers on TikTok, remains in front of the camera in anticipation of her photograph being taken. However, she eventually realizes the photographers are not going to take her picture. Beria awkwardly laughs and starts to make her exit from the red carpet. In a caption for the clip, Beria suggests that she was snubbed by photographers because she was not deemed attractive enough by the paparazzi. When you're on the red carpet and nobody took a photo because they don't think you were hot enough, the influencer writes. In further comments uh, accompanying her video, Beria recalls her embarrassment for not being photographed, saying that she will never let a cameraman steal my confidence again. You deserve to be photographed. A, vi a viral video fueled a debate on social media about the, the role of photographers. Several TikTok users expressed their sympathy for Beria and called the photographers mean for, for not taking her picture on the red carpet. Another viewer felt sorry for the embarrassment paparazzi caused Beria and declared that she deserved to be photographed. <laughs> Meanwhile, other influencers share their negative experience with photographers at events. Sadly, this has happened to all of us. So disappointing. Another influencer writes, This happens to me at uh, BeautyCon six years ago. I almost died. I promise it gets better. Photographers have a job to do. However, other viewers said that Barry is suggesting that she was fair, unfairly overlooked by photographers on the red carpet for not being hot enough, hot enough was completely unfounded. A viewer responded to Barry's look fantastic, but photographers can't waste film by taking pictures of everyone. Other social media users said that even event photographers had a job to do on the red carpet and they simply did not know who Barry is. No shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It has nothing to do with your looks. You're obviously that they obviously just don't know who you are. With only two hundred and twenty-four thousand followers, that's honestly not a lot, and that's true. Uh, another social media user writes, "It's not because you're not hot enough; it's because you're not well known." Other TikTok users attempted to advise Beria on future red carpet appearances. They suggest that she be accompanied by a publicist or assistant with a name card, so the photographers knew to take a picture of her. Uh. Petapixel previously reported on, on a motto who sparked a furious debate on social media regarding photograph, photo shoots in public spaces after she became enraged with people getting in the way of her shot in a buzzy, busy tra train station. It's, I mean, she, I mean, I, I, no, she is not a model by any stretch of the imagination, but I have no idea who this chick is. I've never heard of her. Nor have I. 
Nor, nor have I. I am not a member of this 224,000 group of people that follows her because I have no motherfucking clue who this is. And don't go, don't, and I don't know anything about the industry. I'm, I'm relying on well, you to the, have Here's the thing. If you're, if you're a photographer. And don't they get paid? Don't they get paid by the photograph? No, like no, no, her? no, 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 no. They, I can take a thousand photographs. The problem is, is I have to then sell those photographs. That's what I mean. Like they don't just they, they don't get paid per piece. Like here's a picture like, of Buck. And people a are gonna look at that shot. and say, "What the hell do you want me to do with this?" <laughs> you know? Unless the story it's is like, about you, then they don't care about it. And you know, if I can get a picture, like a good picture of Tom Cruise, yeah, I might be able to sell it. Maybe a hundred bucks, you know, whatever. But if I have a picture of this this Instagram person, nobody's gonna buy it. So why bother? Yeah, why take up the space on your SD card or your film or whatever it is nah, that you're nobody, using? Nobody uses film anymore. I don't know. They said film in the article. I, I know, it, 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 but it's like, yeah. who the hell uses film? That's why I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what? In 1997, they might have been concerned about wasting film, but I don't think that's a thing anymore. But whatever. It's not. It's not. Well, Ganesh is a little upset with the uh with the the christians i want you to know that oh no Great this is Ganesh. coming from upi.com as a cow interrupts bible school at an alabama church <laughs> i thought Ganesh was an elephant oh did i mess that up yeah you're right yeah who... i don't know who the cow is i don't know i they, don't know they but worship I cows not Ganesh, man they worship cows okay Either way, <laughs> I'm so I'm. I just wanted to make wrong. sure that we weren't. I wanted to make no, sure. No, no, I'm incredibly you know, wrong. As soon as you said it was an elephant, you know, or you know, or a fertility god with a bunch of teats and and other things, you know, you're right though. I, it's not a it's not a cow. They worship cows though somehow. Either or, way, or, or either hold way, them in high regard. We're having fun with not making fun of. Just making sure everybody knows that. <laughs> Vacation Bible school at an Alabama church was interrupted by a visit from a cow on the run from police. Montgomery police said they were called to the shops at East Chase when a cow was spotted Tuesday morning walking towards Dillard's and they escorted the animal to a grassy field next to the Amped Fitness. <laughs> the bovine was not finished with its wanderings, however, and headed to the Taylor Road Baptist Church, where senior pastor Daniel Atkins was alerted to its presence at 10 a.m. Oh, lordy, lordy, there'll be a cow in the yard. We were actually concerned she was going to charge through a window. Really? You, you were afraid the cow was just going to, like, burst through the church window and go, Ha-ha! Moo, bitches! Yeah. It break. Uh, Atkins went outside to investigate and found the cow being chased by two police officers and an animal control officer. He said about 200 kids were inside the church at the time of the vacation Bible school. Damn! That's an utter catastrophe. Oh my god. Uh, there were kids in a secondary window looking down. A cowboy from the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency's Agricultural and Rural Crime Unit arrived on scene and was able to lasso the cow. We are not expecting to have this excitement today, Atkins told AL.com. <laughs> and that's the whole story. That is how how like, starved for attention they are in Alabama because, the, hey, there was a cow. <laughs> there was a cow loose. Oh, God. Call the Associated Press. Somebody got creamed. 
All right, I'll take my hope out of my mouth for real. Let's talk. In all seriousness, it's are you a, ready it's to a, move it's, on? It's a cow. It's not like it was like a a, a giant uh, rabies-infested moose. Okay, it was a cow, and yeah, they're docile animals. They they're super chill. <laughs> Like, dude, I, I don't love, love cows. I'm not like I would love a dog, but cows are so freaking cool, man. I go buy them every time I go check my mail because I have nothing but neighbors that are cows. What, what all do you like feed them? 800 I, forget, I forget what you said you fed them. Chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. You're trying to make chocolate milk. No, no, no. I know that's not how it's made, but it is how you get a bunch of fucking, you want to talk about you know, lasso this and, you know, trickery that it's like, no, 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 you guys took, you guys, all you would, I could have gone out there with a bar of fucking Hershey's and that cow would have been stuck to me like fucking glue. The second, the second, the, that, that beautiful confectionery goodness crossed that cow's lips and touched its palate. It would, it would, it's like, oh my gosh, all the way up, until the moment of slaughter, it would have known what happiness was because it tasted chocolate. And I'm not even I'm not even exaggerating. Cows love chocolate. Well you learned they that from a, they, you learned that from a from a customer one time. From a, yeah, from from somebody who owned two hundred head of cow. Two hundred head of cattle. That's it, like, you know, I even joked with him about the chocolate milk. I was like, hey, man, you know, that's not how they make chocolate milk. I thought he was going to fucking kick me. <laughs> well, fuck. Have you ever done anything to try to get out of work early? Routinely. I mean, not in the number of years, but you did. <laughs> what kind of stuff did you do to try to, get, try to leave early? Just other than just asking. He's, he's oh, thinking geez. very hard as he smoke coming out. Yeah, because I think all I really ever did was just ask. Can I have some volunteers I... to go home early? Deuces. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, like I remember early off working at the prison and stuff like that, you know. I just didn't know how big of a deal it was. It was my very first big boy job. And then it got explained to me, and I really didn't try to go home early anymore, except for, like, on my kids' birthdays and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I was kind of guilty of that. I'd try to cough, cough, sick, sick my way out of it. And now that I think of it, yeah. I, I, was, I was guilty of a little workplace chicanery as far as my health went, but I've never used my disease as an excuse to get out of work. I want to make that abundantly Well, that's because they fired you after you got diagnosed. Uh, well, I'm talking about even like in other jobs and stuff like that. If I wanted a day off, I never used I never used MS as an excuse. Not once. Enough. Well, but yeah, you could go, you know, like go pretty hard if you wanted to get off early, such as this guy. This is coming from live5news.com. Gas station clerk asked friend to rob the store so that he could go home early. Being reported, That's some next level motherfuckery. Being reported out of Tulsa. A gas station employee in Tulsa is accused of asking a friend to find someone to rob the store so he could go home early. 
According to the Tulsa Police Department, the investigation began when the employee, Isaiah Jones, Isaiah, sorry, uh, reported that a man walked into the store June 5th and handed him a note saying, give me all your money or I'll shoot you. Jones complied and the suspect left with cash. Investigators later identified Stephen Jones, no relation, as the suspect and arrested him on June 8th. However, police said there was more to the story than what it appeared. Stephen Jones confessed to the robbery, but said his friend I- Aaliyah uh, Locke set up the crime because Isaiah Jones had asked her if someone could rob the store so he could leave early. Police said Locke was arrested on an outstanding warrant and provided text messages that collaborated Steve Jones' story. Police say that the ar- <laughs> they then arrested Isaiah Jones on Wednesday, who admitted to asking Locke to find someone to rob the store so he could uh, go home. Isaiah Jones in char- is charged with embezzlement and conspiracy to commit a felony. Stephen Jones is charged with conspiracy to commit embezzlement and possession of a firearm after a former conviction for it be- being a felon. Uh, Locke was arrested on an outstanding warrant, could also face charges of embezzlement, police say. Both men were released on bond according to jail records, and as of Friday afternoon, re- Locke remains in the Tulsa County Jail. God... Okay, does that track with the caliber of people that live in Oklahoma? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. Normally, I don't endorse trying to rewrite somebody's fucking story and telling them how they could have done better. But, dude, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. You should have just shit your pants or, or, you know, forced yourself to throw up on yourself. Like, making a mess of yourself in public is a surefire way to have somebody come in and, and, and unfuck a situation. So I ran a robbery. I, I, wow. I met a gentleman this morning who uh, said, Hey, I'm from Oklahoma. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he was not like, he was like, Oh, I'm proud to be from Oklahoma. And I said, why? <laughs> he was, we have a lot of great things in Oklahoma. I go, then why are you here? <laughs> no, you had a lot of great things in, in Oklahoma. And, and I left for the turn of the century. Hanson, like, was over. You know, Hanson was the last good thing to come out of Oklahoma. Um, Hanson, really? Yeah. Dude, uh, give, me, give me something else that, that Oklahoma could be notable, noted for. Other than Joe Exotic, but that's being more of a terrible warning than a great example. Um, having to have the creation of the FBI directly attributed to your state not be able to solve murders? That's that's something bad about Oklahoma. I want something You good. said something it was well known for. Okay, you know what? You're absolutely right, and I'm going to shut the fuck up and we can move on. <laughs> Oklahoma. Hmm. This is coming from... Uh, I, I don't get this. We get... Uh, all the time, we get, you know, print news stories from radio stations. This is coming from 96krock.com. Florida man, because... Florida man. Florida man, Florida man Does whatever the fuck he can Makes headlines every time Florida's paradigm Look out! Here comes Florida man Indeed, here comes Florida man while wearing only a loincloth and socks, smashed into several vehicles, and tried to outrun a helicopter before crashing into the Flagler Flagler County landfill. And for once, we have a 
uh, an author that understands things because he starts the story with, I understand the headline is quite lengthy, but it was needed to t- really tell the story. <laughs> 22-year-old Stephen Peterson of Port Orange and 20-year-old Victoria Averill had quite the adventure as they ended up in the Flagler County landfill. It all started on June 21st in Flagler Beach, Florida, when a Florida man and his accomplice drove through the intersection of State Road 100 East and Old Kings Road South, striking multiple vehicles. That's just off of I-95 near the Popeyes, in case you're interested. <laughs> the SUV then well, continued south on Old Kings Road at a high rate of speed. The incident was spotted by the new FWC Florida Fish and Wildlife Officer who attempted to stop the vehicle. The Fish and Wildlife Officer activated his emergency lights and siren, but the vehicle did not stop. Does the Fish and Wildlife Officer even have the authority to pull over a vehicle? I'm not sure, but anyway... (laughs) Actually, uh, all law enforcement have the authority to... uh, arrest somebody in an on-view felony. Whether he had the authority to activate his emergency lights and attempt to store a traffic stop, that's varies from state to state. And I would say that they probably didn't, but with exigent circumstances, I'm sure that would have been fine if he was going to take someone into custody and hold them for a um, uh, an officer with that authority to arrive. But I digress. Then, according to the Flagler County Sheriff, the vehicle entered the property of Old King's Elementary School and drove around the running track before exiting the school and continuing to flee down Old King's Road. The vehicle then entered the Flagler County landfill and into the wooded area between the landfill and I-95, and that's where things went wrong. (laughs) Not before. You know, they went wrong now. That's where things went wrong? Yeah. Flagler County County Fire and Rescue uh, Fire flight which is the department's helicopter monitored the vehicle's location and directed deputies to the vehicle's location the vehicle had run into and become stuck in a concrete barrier the next line sums it up nicely quote the male was naked except for a small covering wrapped around his waist and socks it is unknown why the male was wearing was not wearing more clothing end quote <laughs> the uh, fcso uh, Peterson was arrested for fleeing and eluding, leaving the scene of a crash and damage to a vehicle or property, resisting an officer without violence, trespassing on school grounds, possession of marijuana under 20 grams, and possession of drug paraphernalia and equipment. Averill was arrested for trespassing on school grounds, possession of marijuana under 20 grams, and possession of drug paraphernalia or equipment. Peterson is being held on $19,500 bond, and Averill is being held on a $3,000 bond at the Sheriff Perry Hall inmate detention facility. Well. <laughs> well, well, well. Go what do you big think or go home, one, man. Go big or go home. Right? What the hell? I think the, the trespassing on school property, that's a that's a bit of a stretch. Uh, the possession, okay. You're going to say it's, you're both in possession of it? Or... I mean, seriously, I mean, it's either one person's or the other's, or are you going to split it in half? Say each had 10 grams. Yeah, what exactly, what exactly will be the distribution of justice there? Nah, they just want her to fucking plead out and uh, testify against him is all it is. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Well, I mean, got the lower bail, you know, eh, they're setting the stages up for a little bit of, you know, backstabbing. They're at least trying to... looks like they're trying to stack the deck in that way. Yeah. Well, let's stay... I like in... the loincloth. 
Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Look like a sarong more than a loincloth. Dude, I mean, like, if you got to have a company uniform, you might as well go with something, something unique. Indeed. We're going to stay in Florida as our next story comes from clickorlando.com. Stings a little, but I'm good. 13-year-old bitten by alligator, says in Winter Springs. Uh, a 13-year-old boy was bitten by an alligator on Tuesday near Winter Springs Creek, according to the Seminole County Fire officials and the 911 call from the boy. I just got bit by a gator, the boy, later identified as Gabriel Clemens, said to the 911 dispatchers. The teen said he was bitten on the right hip after walking along the bank of the water at Hallow Creek, uh... Officials say that Seminole County Fire Department said that the agency got the call, which came from the 1400 block of Mount Royal Drive, but the fire department took the 13-year-old to a hospital. Uh, I'm okay, though. I could walk and I could stand. I'm fine. It just stings a little, but I'm good, the boy told the 911 operator. <laughs> the Woodenhall Creek, Tus- uh, Creek Trestle Bridge is part of the Cross Seminole Trail and runs from Howell Creek, and the creek connects directly to Lake Jessup. Winter Springs police said they responded to an address on Laurel Drive around 7 p.m. According to the police report, Kilmanis said that he and his friends were swimming in the creek and decided to leave due to the storm. He told police they were walking along the bank of the creek when the alligator suddenly jumped out of the water and bit him. I felt a tug on me, and I already knew what it was from the start. I just slapped the water and was, like, trying to push him off of me. (laughs) Clemens said he grabbed a stick to dredge the... This way out of the gator's jaws. The alligator swam away, and the teen made his way from the creek and was able to call 911. He described his wound as not bleeding too bad, but my skin's open pretty good. <laughs> the Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission released a statement on Wednesday that read, in part, On June 20 of 2023, the Fish and Wildlife Commission uh, received a report of a juvenile who was bitten by an alligator near the creek, uh, Howe Creek in Seminole County. The FCW responded to the scene and was the victim was taken to a hospital for treatment. A trapper was dispatched by the FWC to investigate the incident. I mean, how do you know which alligator it is? Do you just pull one out and say, yeah, this is the culprit. It's the description. There's a up, lineup, man. Yeah, they have a gator lineup. Is this the one that get bit you, son? In an update Thursday, uh, Fish and Wildlife Conservation officials said that they trapped an approximate eight-foot gator that they are Fairly confident this is the alligator from the incident as it was found in the same location. Officials say they are continuing to monitor the situation and will provide updates when available. Allison Clemens, the teen's mother, told uh, News 6 she is grateful to God that he wasn't hurt more. <laughs> and it goes on about how you can stay safe from gators, but I'm, not, I'm sure most of our listeners know that uh, a shark's going to shark and a gator's going to gator, and gators live in the water, so you stape your ass out the water where the gators live, you'll probably be fine. Just, yeah. just, just the best, thoughts. best, best way to avoid a gator attack is the is the same as the best way to avoid pregnancy, anal. I mean abstinence. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> abstinence. Don't it, abstain from going around gators. They won't bite you. It doesn't sound like this kid suffered from from that kind of stupidity, though. Well, I mean. Awfully close to the water, but glad he's okay. Very true. You know, can you imagine being the the nine one one operator? It's like, okay, you've just been bit by an alligator. All right, are you bleeding? Uh, not too bad. Are you hurt? Well, the skin's open good. <laughs> the skin's open good, but you're not bleeding bad. Are you trying to tell me that you're fine, sir, young man? 
it's like mm, we're gonna have to still have somebody look no, at I'm you. No, I'm pretty far from fine. <laughs> like, uh, but the thing, but the thing about that is, like, you can't you can't take bleeding as as an indicator because I I have seen some horrific wounds where I am looking into someone's body cavity, I am seeing organs, and they're not profusely bleeding. It's just there's a lot of variables that go into that. So right, don't, don't, right. don't take sure the don't are. take the lack of blood as you know an indicator that you know, you just walk it off. <laughs> I I would say I would say my my greatest concern would be the fact that you've been attacked by an animal with lots of fucking teeth. You've obviously been bit, and after this traumatic experience, you're telling me that it just stings a little. You know, you had to fight yourself out of the jaws of a of a of, of like an apex predator, and it just stings a little. I'll tell yeah, you this: we're we're, we're anybody, not going to go ahead. We're not going to end this call. <laughs> if if anybody fucks with this kid in school, they're going to find out. <laughs> no, no shit, man. <laughs> they are tr- no they are truly going to find out because this kid beat up an eight foot alligator supposedly. <laughs> Not a verified fact, but still, there was a gator. Indeed. Well, Buck, we've talked about crime fighters and, and how to stop crimes, but what we need to do, I think, is more velociraptors. And I say this because the AP is reporting that a velociraptor statue, <laughs> the heist of a velociraptor statue, ends with the arrest of three in South Dakota. Police are... Uh, have hunted down a velociraptor that was stolen from outside the South Dakota Arts and Science Center. The Sioux Falls Police Sergeant Aaron Benson said Friday that a security officer spotted three people carrying the statue away from the Washington Pavilion and called the police just after midnight. Surveillance video had then helped the officers track the statue to a nearby apartment. The Argus leader is reporting. Uh, when opening the door, detectives could clearly see the velociraptor sitting right inside. Police detained the three suspects and charged them with grand theft. Benson said that one was 18, another 19, and the third was a juvenile. Fortunately, the statue was not damaged. <laughs> the statue and many other dinosaur representations as part of the Dinosaurs in the Wild exhibit in the Washington Pavilion Science Center. The organization did not provide any information on the size or weight of the statue. However, scientists believe that velociraptors grew to be about six feet long and weighed in at about 100 pounds uh, when they roamed the Earth a million years ago. Uh, Gorgon said that officials are evaluating how they can better secure the dinosaur statue as it was one of two velociraptors featured outside of as part of the collection of dinosaur statues. One was perched on the roof of the building while looking out at the city, and the other was directly below. <laughs> I think that statue was a narc. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. I mean <laughs> What exactly what exactly do you think the intention was? Like I've, after like I have assume, a feeling they were assume, all just assume, sitting around giggling assume, and saying, Let's take that statue home. That's yeah, all that was. That's what Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But like you can totally tell that this is very juvenile motherfuckery because, you know, after you perform the heist, you have to move the goods. Like, how are you going to hide the fact or are you just going to take it back the next day? You know, were you going to put it in your room and put like a cowboy hat and a pair of sunglasses on it and hope that nobody saw it? 
Like I, I doubt you know, there was the a whole lot of thought that went into it. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm Raz. I am one trillion percent positive that they the after had not come into their planning matrix. You know, they they got all the way up to like they they went through the planning phase. They went through the execution phase, but they were like, wait, how do we fucking close the book on this saga? Like. We're here, we're doing it, but now what do we no dude no I just think that's funny. You know, they're so bored in South Dakota that like the internet can't keep the kids occupied. Like that's how boring it is. They're running around stealing Velociraptor statues. You know? I mean Yeah, it is what it is. Okay, folks, well, that being said, that's going to bring us to the end of another episode of the Social Liability Podcast. Uh, if you have any stories that you would like us to cover, we'd appreciate you sending them in. You can send them to us at socialliability at iCloud.com. Uh, we could also really benefit from you telling a friend about the podcast. Uh, better than us talking to the wall. So as long as someone's listening, that's all that matters. But we need people to listen, folks. So if you know of anybody who might enjoy the podcast, feel free to shoot them a link. Like, here you go. Give this a try. <laughs> you know? Uh, but, you know, mm -hmm. it is what it is, folks. And uh, that being said, I am the Raz. He is the Buck. Wishing you all a happy and safe week. And we'll catch you on the next episode of the Social Liability Podcast.